0: Well, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living, White Rock. We're an inclusive spiritual learning center based in the White Rock, South Surrey area of British Columbia, Canada. And we practice and teach tools for transformation, authentic self-expression, and conscious living So wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling or both or all of it, (laughs) there's a place for you here. And I'm glad that you're here. As we begin today, I would like to take a moment to respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations, including Kwikwetlem, to Tsleil-Waututh and Stalo nations. Now, let us ground our time together in truth and heart. I invite you to turn within, to close your eyes maybe, and just let everything else fade away. Just notice any stress, in the body-mind and simply let it fade away. Relaxing into this present moment, I remember that there is one power, one source, one mind that is the infinite. I know that it is unconditional love and such power just naturally and organically expressing and expanding as everyone and everything. So I take a moment to remember that that includes me, that includes each and every one here today. An amazing community of individual expressions of this one infinite love. How amazing, how beautiful. So what I know of this time together is that it is blessed and guided by this source of love and power where there are infinite possibility. And so I remember that as such, each one of us is endowed with this power to call into life that which we want to experience. And so what is that today? Connection, relief, comfort, understanding, compassion, peace. Yes. Yes, I am grateful, and I say yes to this experience of truth and spirit. It is with this joy of being alive, remembering what's possible, I release my word into the divine law of mind, knowing that it is already done. I say yes to its unfoldment, letting it have me. And so it is. So today we're moving forward with authentic connection. And this is so important because we are living through some weird, amazing disruptive times. (laughs) Yeah, I was recently in self-isolation for 14 days because I traveled to Alaska for my father's funeral. I talked a lot about that last week. If you want to hear uh, more about that experience. I lived in my bedroom by myself for 14 days. Thankfully, my dogs were allowed to to stay with me um, so that I could still cuddle with my little beloved chihuahuas. Uh, This last Thursday was my first day of freedom. And let me tell you, I counted it down every day. And (laughs) I don't know if you know this about me, but I used to be an accountant. Um, (laughs) I know it's kind of weird, but (laughs) I actually do love spreadsheets. And and so every day I calculated the percentage that I was done (laughs) with self-isolation. And thankfully, you know, I have now completed it. I have no symptoms. And now I'm back to normal. And for those of you listening, I'm I'm giving air quotes right now because what even is normal, right? Like normal is wearing a face mask when I go out, Normal is social distancing. Normal is meeting on Zoom with you all instead of meeting in person. You know, n- normal is staying home. And, and it, there's really nothing normal <laughs> about, about our lives right now. Um, and yet, you know, here I am so grateful to be back to the non-normal, <laughs> non-normalcy. And so I'm just wondering, um, you know, how many of us are, are wishing we could go back to normal? You know, and we can see what was, and there's this impulse to like hold on to what used to be. And, and here's the thing, being attached to what used to be normal, is actually contributing to the difficulty of these times. Sonia Renee Taylor, the author of The Body Is Not an Apology, she she says this, we will not go back to normal. Normal never was. Our pre-corona existence was not normal other than we normalized greed, inequity, exhaustion, depletion, extraction, disconnection, confusion, rage, hoarding, hate, and lack. We should not long to return, my friends. We are being given the opportunity to stitch a new garment, one that fits all of humanity and nature. Wow. I mean, that's, that was even hard for me to read, right? Like that's intense. And sometimes what's normal is actually what's privileged and I actually don't want to go back to normal. I want equitable, I want safe, I want fair, I want opportunity, I want freedom. And I want Black people in the States and around the world, including here in Canada, to be safe, prosperous, free, valued, and respected. I want First Nations, Métis, and Inuit peoples to thrive physically, spiritually, socially, politically, culturally, and economically. And creating something new actually requires us to leave normal behind and to change and evolve. We don't get to keep everything as it was. So every time you find yourself thinking some version of I wish we could go back to normal, I would like for you to pause, take a deep breath, let it go and remind yourself that we are stitching a new garment. It's actually going to be better than it was before. And that does require us to let go. And we can move forward with authentic connection. In our book of the month, Everyday Ubuntu, by Mungi Ngomane. She's the granddaughter of Archbishop Desmond Tutu. She provides 14 lessons on how we can live better together by practicing the African principle of Ubuntu. Now, Ubuntu arises from the belief that all people are interconnected. We believe this at the Centers for Spiritual Living. And that our humanity is inextricably bound up with one another so that everything we learn and experience is through our relationships. And it calls us to examine the impact of our actions and thoughts, not just on ourselves, but on others. And so today I've pulled out four ways that Engomane teaches us to move forward with authentic connection. So I'd like to begin with a quote from page 169, where she says, if we want to make progress in life, we first have to accept our current situation. And if you deny your reality or refuse to confront the issues that need dealing with, that you can often find yourself caught in a loop. Sticking your head in the sand helps nobody least of all you. <laughs> Ugh. Sometimes it's so, sometimes I want to stick my head in the sand and it does seem at least momentarily that it makes it better. But what she's telling us here is that this first step of moving forward with authentic connection is the willingness to look honestly at the current situation, even if it's painful, uncomfortable, or disturbing. And our founder of all of the Centers for Spiritual Living, Dr. Ernest Holmes, he said, let's talk about the need for meeting situations as they come along, without fear and without in any way trying to avoid them. For every issue of life must be met right where it is, and what is wrong must be made right. So this is a critical part of moving forward with authentic connection. We're looking at what's the reality of what's happening. And we're saying anywhere we see something wrong, we're going to make it right. And so if you're feeling stuck in any area of your life, I'd like for you to ask yourself these two questions. What have I been unwilling to look at and what have I been unwilling to feel? We're gonna say more about that a little bit later. But if you if you're stuck now, or if you ever find yourself stuck in the future, these are your two questions to keep yourself to get yourself moving again, moving forward. What have I been unwilling to, to look at? And what have I been unwilling to feel? And Thankfully, Ngomane gives us a few more uh, tips on how to do these things. So let's see. She continues to say, Ubuntu teaches us not to deny our past or our situation, even if it's painful. It encourages us to embrace all facets of life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and to accept what's here and now And to embrace the help of others to work through it. That's the key in this second piece. In this second part of moving forward, it's time to embrace the help of others to work through it. She tells us we're in this together. And Ubuntu teaches us to look to one another for support. Now this can be quite um, opposite of what your knee-jerk reaction might be, right? If you go through a hard time, sometimes your knee-jerk reaction might be to like turn inward, to close down, to keep it to yourself. You know, there's this pressure to make sure that, you know, from the outside you still look okay, that things are, you know, you've got it together, right? But Ubuntu reassures us that we don't have to struggle alone. And here's Ngomane says, to make progress, human beings need other human beings. So if you want to make progress individually, and if we want to make progress collectively, we need other human beings in order to do that. So are you willing to give up your reasons for why you're alone or why no one can help you out. Because often we have a valid list of reasons why our situation is different than everybody else's or why we might have it harder. Now, and I'm saying valid reasons. You might literally have valid reasons and and very real experiences that have shown you you're either on your own or no one's gonna understand you, right? I'm not saying that that's not true. But what I am saying is that in order to move forward with authentic connection, we need to like open a little crack to that and and let go of our attachment to that because moving forward requires us to look at our circumstances and ask for help. So you don't have to go it alone. So that's that second piece. Ask for help. Letting people in to let them know what are your actually true circumstances. And when you think about it, how many people are actually privy of what's actually going on in your life right now? Not just how it looks from the outside, but what's actually happening on the inside. This is our chance to let people in with that. Why? Because it will help us move forward, help you move forward. So Ngomane tells us that other people help us face our reality. So not only is it important to help to to, uh, uh, let people in, but they actually, we need other people to help us face our reality. And I'm just going to like cut to it here. This, what she's talking about here is she's talking about asking for and receiving feedback from others. Getting feedback from others. Because I will tell you that each one of us has blind spots. It's, It's part of being human. We just have them. And yet we have also been created together and to be together. And so how beautiful is it that we can help each other see our blind spots? Right? So feedback is a way of seeing your blind spots as well as understanding what your impact is on others in your life. I want to, tell you a little bit about uh, something that Will and I started practicing in our marriage. He gave me permission to tell you this. (laughs) Uh, that, That we started this way earlier on in our marriage. I don't remember exactly when, but what we discovered was that sometimes in the midst of living life, it was hard to actually let each other know how we were impacting one another. So we set up a a weekly feedback walk. And this is what we called it, a feedback walk. And every week, we would go on a walk together and we would give each other feedback. We would share with each other how we were impacting the, you know, what was the impact? what, What they were doing and, you know, what Will was doing and how that, that impacted me and what I was doing and how that impacted Will. You see, sometimes our impact, it's just in our blind spot. We don't always see how we're impacting people. So we had this weekly feedback walk where we gave each other feedback. Now this was really important in like the earlier part of our relationship when we were still even just negotiating and learning. But the cool thing about will and our partnership is that we're still learning and growing and navigating and moving countries, <laughs> you know, so we're, we're still like, you know, learning how to do this thing called life. And we still years later go on that weekly walk as much as we can when I'm not in self-isolation <laughs> to not only give each other feedback but now it's just to really let each other know what is going on underneath the surface and and this is our chance to ask for help. So actually come to think of it, I didn't actually think about this until now. It's it's what these steps, you know what Engomane was telling us to do, right? Like face our circumstances, ask for help, receive feedback, get feedback on how you're doing and how you're moving through the world. Um, That's, that's what Will and I do each week. You know, what's, what's going on underneath the surface? How are you doing? How can I help you? Let me give you some feedback on how, how this went this last week. So just think about, think about who, who you might ask for feedback from. Be choosy. I want you to be choosy with your feedback. Um, It's important to get feedback and it's important to be choosy about who you get feedback from. So this fourth way, I'm just going to turn back to Ngomane. Let me find the page. Here we are. She teaches us that if we cannot be authentic and honest with one another, our relationships are weakened. And ultimately, everyone loses out. The person who is suppressing their true feelings can feel misunderstood or isolated, and people around them can feel confused or ignorant about the reality of their experience. Okay, so Engomane is calling us not only to get real about what's going on and to, to feel what that feels like but she's also calling us to share those feelings with others. She explains, right, that when you don't share your feelings with others, like not only does it hurt you, like you might feel misunderstood and isolated, but those you care about can also feel confused or left in the dark or left behind. And that doesn't feel good. So your unwillingness to reveal what's happening inside of you has an impact on you and those that that care about you and those that you care about the most. She recognizes that it's human nature, just finding this quote, that it's human nature to want to shield our eyes from hard realities and pretend that things are not as bad as they seem this sometimes feels like the best option. However, if you face up to the worst thing, you then have a chance of finding a solution and you get to decide the ending of the story. You get to decide how we get to grow and evolve, change and create moving forward. So if you face the deeper truth, and sometimes it's the darker truth, about what's happening how you feel and the impact on the world and others that that give that is what gives you the opportunity to write the end of the story so i just want to i want to encapsulate all of those things that she's calling us to do right don't deny it be honest receive help and support Ask for feedback and absolutely share how you're feeling. She's calling us to turn to one another with new depth, with courage and with empathy. And truly authentic connection requires those things, it requires a deeper look. It requires your courage to be vulnerable and your empathy, not only for yourself, but for others, and man, there are so many of us suffering right now. I know this firsthand, but when we're willing to let go of what was and embrace the opportunity to create something new, this is when we can move forward with authentic connection. This is how we can write a new ending how we can create a new reality that is more inclusive, that extends safety, prosperity and freedom to more than just those who already have it. This is our opportunity. We are stitching a new garment and I am actually looking forward to what's next because I know without a doubt it is better than what we had and so it is hey thanks for tuning in we're supported 100 percent by your generous contributions if you found value in this episode please give online at csl-whiterock.com and while you're there be sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you'll be notified of future episodes as well as ways to connect learn and grow thank you and abundant blessings on your path